Hey there, fellow streakers. Welcome to The Streaking Show. We're excited to be talking with you today about how you can change the world at least one streak at a time. And that's what we're going to be discussing. So should we get started? Let's start streaking. Hey, Jamie, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. Good to you change seem bright the world, and chipper huh? this morning. <laughs> yep. Bright, bushy-eyed. No. Bright-eyed bushy-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay, there were some coyotes this morning. Oh, my goodness. Could you believe those coyotes right some... outside our window? They make some weird different sounds. They do. I didn't realize that. It was a little eerie. It was but eerie. Coyotes can make some crazy Because it sounds. sounds like they are gathering together in a group and like talking and chatting with each other in I a feel real, like they weird, remind eerie, me of... zombie way. Yeah, like hyenas or something. They make some weird interesting noises anyway yeah. i've seen a coyote so out the office window here i've seen the coyote go right across the back of the mm-hmm. and i've thought about our little dog coco the toy poodle and thought you know what he would make a nice little snack i thought for them. about him and, today as they were making all right noise people and hoped i'm he not was suggesting that that be the case everyone gets nervous i don't because my kids are always like dad do you not like the dog you love our dog i love the dog yes. except when he's the dog and not coco when he's done something bad. When he's done, he's done something awful and horrible. However, I think you put him up to it sometimes because we changed an entire house worth of carpet because of that dog. I, I think got you fed, I think you fed him something so that it, he could all went, over the carpet just yes, do awful things. Yeah, but we did get beautiful hardwood and the poor, poor dog. Anyway, we digress. That was an interesting start to changing the world. And that's where it begins, isn't it? Is when we talk about changing the world. You didn't want to go down this path of talking about the dog? No, I didn't. (laughs) I had no plans to talk about our dog. Neither did I. One of the um, things that we're looking at as far as streaking is concerned, what we have talked about with a lot of listeners and a lot of streakers is the idea that the streak is something that we use to not only serve ourselves, but also to serve others. And as we look at serving others and being involved with others, we then got to this place where we thought about, you know, if you really want to change the world, you start with a streak. Mm-hmm. Because what does a streak allow you to do? And that's one of the things that we'll talk about in this article. Is This article is about seven ways you can change the world. And who is this written by? I don't have it on my sheet right here. Monica Bor- Ooh. Borgo. Monica Borgo out of, and what's the website? She's a business coach, and this is a blog. Oh, out of her blog? Mm-hmm. Um, no, this is Huffington Post. Oh, the So Huff it's Post. actually okay. something that they don't have anymore, but it used to be, um, it was called the Huffington Post or the Huff Post Contributor Platform, mm-hmm. where contributors could um, post freely. So this is a blog mm-hmm. that Monica wrote um, on... in. So actually, this was a little while ago. Yeah, it was a little while ago. It was 2014 that it uh, came out. So it wasn't, it's not recent. However, the principles and practices that she... It was in 2017, though. In 2017. Yeah, so, but the practices have not changed. And the and I guess what I loved about this is that she did some fun research and she pulled some really great quotes that I want to talk about today. Okay, that'll be great. So seven ways you can change the world as you think about your streaks and streaking. Remember that the laws of streaking help guide what it is that you do in order to set up a successful streak. Law number one, make it laughably simple. The activity on which you want to streak, make it simple enough that you laugh at it. I was talking with a streaker just yesterday who said, my streak really isn't that great. And she told me what the streak was and then laughed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, that's 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 a great streak. That's a great streak. That's exactly what we want. Law number two is to keep a record. No record, no streak. 
And that record gives you the opportunity to know that you have completed that laughably simple task. One of the items in the article that is pointed out is about how knowing that you've done something gives you confidence and it talks about oxytocin, which we'll get to in a, in a minute, and how you feel better about it. And keeping that record critical in order to produce that oxytocin and to keep moving forward with what you feel. The third thing is, is to create a community. Another thing that's talked about in this particular yes. article is the community. Those are the three laws of streaking. And when you allow those to govern your streaks and how you set up streaks, you have success and you'll have success at a significant level, more so than what you have ever had before. Thinking thinking about streaking as how long can I do this particular laughably small activity rather than the grandiose, big, huge activity is what gives you power. And the compound interest over time is what starts to add up and give you that sense of self-confidence and uh, self-credibility that keeps you moving forward. I totally agree. So I'm excited to talk about this. So so let's get started. Where is there? Um, so what are the? Go ahead. What are you thinking? Well, I just love that as she starts talking about seven ways that you can change the world. The very first way. Very first way that she talks about. This is where is I wanted to go to as well. Number one. Number one. Start small. Mm. And I love. I, you know, so many people say that start small, but I we know. don't know exactly what that means. Mm -mm. And that's actually a harder thing to do. Then you think, I actually think, I've thought a lot about this, why starting small is harder to do than not starting at all. Why starting small is harder to do than not starting at all. Okay, this is, in, I'm intrigued. Because I look at um, how many things we want to do, and there's times that I'm like, why am I not willing to just do a little part of it? And, but I'm more willing to put it off and be like, okay, I've got this big idea and I've got big plans and I'm going to do that. No, for real. So I'm going to do it. I'm really going to do it this time. This time I'm going to do it. I am. I promise. Tomorrow. <laughs> because I've got time tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I don't have time today. Okay. Maybe not tomorrow, but for sure. Like I'm going to carve out some quality time and I'm going to start that next week. I just need to do a little research and make sure, you know what I mean? That feeling of... And I, I think the reason it is, is because, so you look at something like how to change the world. And that's and, a big thing. I mean, when you think about it, okay, I'm going to be changing the world here. That means I've got to do significant, massive things in order to change the world. Therefore, and, starting small, what is that even going to do? Right. How is that even going to make a difference? And and it's interesting because the way that Monica starts this article off is is by saying that she woke up at four in the morning and thought to herself, what am I doing with my life? And I think almost all of us at some point in life have, have had that experience where, where you wake up early in the morning, you're like, what am I doing? And you're evaluating all that you've got going on and, and thinking, I'm doing a lot of things, but how many of the things am I doing are the things that I really feel make a difference? Yeah, are, are the things, that, the important things, the make a difference in the world or becoming who I want to be or... I classify this as a, as net contribution versus net consumption. I'm consuming much more than I'm contributing to this world. Therefore, I'm net that net consuming mm -hmm. brings me to this place where am I really making any difference whatsoever? Right. And what difference is that? Whereas when I'm a net contributor, I have to actively think about what it is that I'm doing to contribute to 
whether it be my home, my community, outside of my community, within my work environment, what am I doing to be a net contributor? And I believe that I've woken up thinking about that before. What about, so? because what she talks about is wanting to change the world, that she'd always kind of grown up thinking she was going to change the world. But she said, at the moment, I definitely didn't feel like I was changing anything. I was just earning a paycheck. I didn't have time to think about changing the world. I had deadlines to meet and never enough time for anything extra. So it wasn't that she was just sitting around. She was she was busy. She was involved. She was, you know, involved in her career. So that's how does that when you think about just being a net contributor versus a net consumer when you are busy contributing in your career. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and you're working really hard and you're doing all of these things but you have all these deadlines and you have all these external things pushing on you and she still felt like because I think she was contributing but not necessarily contributing in the way that she felt like she was making a difference or on the things that she wanted to personally be contributing on I've thought a lot about this in the last couple of days and let me tell you why I have I was on with a client and we were talking about personal development personal and professional development and the client said we here at our company and I won't mention the company name don't have time to do personal development. We don't have time. We move at such a rapid pace that we do not have time to do the personal or professional development. Therefore, give it to us in very, very small um, doses. Right. And so my first question was, to your point and what you were saying, the first question that I had for myself is, what is it that gives this idea that I don't have time? Why, Why am I thinking that? Because honestly, when I see people they will make time for what they want to do. Hmm. No matter what, even in work, they will make time for what they want to do. Now, will there be bosses that have demands and tasks that need to be completed? Yes. I will say this though. There have been many deadlines and tasks that I put off to the very last minute because there were other things that I wanted to get done and I was able to still meet that deadline. Hmm. Therefore, what I see is that we will put priority on things that we want to do. Now, if we put priority on the things that we want to do, the question is, what are those things aimed at? In other words, what kind of person do I want to be or become? Mm -hmm. I think that we use as an excuse and more of a victim mentality, everyone puts these demands on me rather than taking control of our own time and energy in order to put it in a place where I want to be. Now, what I mean by that is we don't we don't consciously and intentionally set up ourselves so that we're aiming toward who we want to be. Let me let me give you one more on this, and I'm curious to your thoughts. There's been a couple of times when we've been pre- when we've presented streaking to different groups of people, and this question has come up: Well, how do you have time for all those things? How do you not feel that those are whips to beat you with? Because mm-hmm. right now I have a number of streaks, a list of streaks that I keep on a daily basis. And people will ask, well, how do you do that? How do you even have the time? Why are they asking that question? What What's in their brain that says, I'm asking that question? I think the same feeling where you're just like, I don't have time to add more to what I'm already doing. And I think that the reason I feel that way is because if those things aren't truly what I want to be doing or pointed at who I want to be, then they're they're going to be tasks. They're going to be th- th- whips to beat me with. Mm. 
rather than the opportunity to say, no, I really love doing these things. I want to make time in my schedule for this. However, and I will say this right out of the chute, I understand that there are deadlines and tasks and other uh, necessary things that we need to do in order to continue to be profitable in our lives, meaning a paycheck and being able to support our families with food and shelter and clothing. That's why the streaking methodology is not about the amount of time you spend, it's what you do. Therefore, starting small and looking at it and saying, because and this this great example that she brought up here, uh, she says, uh, let's see here, smart. This was the secret to Nobel Prize winner Muhammad Yunus, the founder of microfinance and micro lending. Before he retired, Yunus helped thousands of people in poverty obtain business loans without collateral. He started with just $27. Yunus surveyed people in his community about their needs and was shocked to learn that he could assist 42 people by lending just $27 of his own money. His first project was a success and he continued to build on it, finally creating the Grameen, is that how you say it? Grameen? I think so. Grameen Bank. Grameen, that's probably it. Grameen Bank. By 1997, Grameen Bank had issued uh, U.S. $6.38 billion to 7.4 million borrowers, empowering others to build businesses and improve their own situations. Eunice went on to successfully lead several other initiatives to help the poor, starting small each time. So the question is, what small action can you take today? Take it. Small actions can build on each other, but you need to take the first step. What I see here is that we all get enamored by the 6.38 billion and the 7.4 million borrowers, and that is the sunshine that that's shining in our face that really hides the laughably small that happens underneath. Which was started with the $27. The thing that I thought about this, the, the start small, is the key word was start small. In order, in other words, when you say small, it gives you that place to start. Um, instead of always thinking it's got to be big, it's got to be better than what I have to offer right now. I've got to do a little more research. I've got to put a little more into this. I really want to give it, it's just due. This is important. This is big. And starting small with a laughably simple streak allows the opportunity to start today. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's amazing to me that, so interest stories like this with um, Muhammad Yunus, I am sure there's a million things he learned along the way. Absolutely. And, but because he started, he had the opportunity to learn those things. Right. And I think that there's, that's just how it is. We just have to start. And then once we get started, we get learning and making something laughably simple does two things. It allows you to start today. And it allows you to know you're going to do a little bit tomorrow and you're going to do a little bit the next day. And so it keeps it propelling and moving forward. And pretty soon you're starting to do the things that are important to you without having to always make an incomplete life altering reconstruction of everything you're doing. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I do. And what you said played in my mind was, it's the small thing that I do continuous or consecutively, consecutively, consistently. That small thing. If I'm looking at this and I'm if I'm Muhammad Yunus and I say, look, I've got I, I'm going to start with twenty seven bucks and I'm going to I'm going to start a streak of having at least of donating at least twenty seven dollars monthly to a micro loan credit. 
Great. The consistency, the consecutive consistency allows you now to have significant success through time. Through time. And what you do is you say, you know what? I've been at this for 12 months and look how many people I've had. Now, if you're in a little bit different situation and you say, and you want to move it to a weekly streak and you say, I'm going to donate at least $5 a week to microcredit, great. That's fantastic as well. That's 20 bucks in a month. Or if you even want to go to a daily streak and say, I'm going to donate at least a dollar to microcredit daily, that's 30 bucks a month. I mean, similar things. The amount is about the yeah. same, but what's different is that you're you're consciously choosing and thinking about this every day. Every single day. And and if you look at this, this is a microcosm of, of streaking. So he started with something laughably small. How are you going to change poverty with $27? I mean, it's in essence, it's kind it's of laughable. laughable. Exactly. And um, people could, and probably did laugh and at it and said, really, it. you're going to do that? But I loved that he was like, he was a little standard. He's like, I can help people with just $27. So what's stopping me? That's yeah. the beauty that that is the secret sauce of, of laughably simple is that it's so simple. You're like, well, why wouldn't I do that? Absolutely. I should do that. Absolutely. I'm going to do that. And then he kept a record of it. Obviously they've kept a record of how much they've contributed and the people they've helped. And thirdly, there was a community. It says that Yunus, um, that that Mohammed Yunus helped thousands of people in poverty. He didn't supply all of that himself. He created a community mm-hmm. that created a bank yeah. that allowed a lot of people mm-hmm. to to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. And and then through those millions of people, billions of dollars are raised, and and you start to make a big a big, big difference. difference. So I'm going to make an announcement right now. And this is going to be an announcement that will shock all of our streaking uh, community as well as our our streaking LLC. We are a for-profit company and we have not made any profit right now. However, just to let you know, we are on track uh, to be making a profit and I'm going to make this commitment as the CEO of Streaking LLC. Every dollar that we make in profit, we will take 50% of that and give it to a charity. Wow. You just decided now? I've, I've been thinking about it for a long time, and I'm like, you know what? I think that this is so significant. I want to start the movement right mm-hmm. now that we are. Now, I know that that's a big number for a company as far as 50% of, of what they make to go to a charity. However, that I believe is, and you and I have talked about this. This is something that we've always wanted to do, grains of rice and everything else mm-hmm. that we've talked about. We want to donate this, you know, half of all of our profit to causes and people that will help them get there. This is one of the places where I'd love to do that. I agree. In microcredit. There are so many places in developing countries where people can be innovative and what they need is just a little bit of money to do that. Mm -hmm. So just letting it out there, fully transparent. That is what we're going to do moving forward as soon as we start making a profit, which we are on course to do. I love that. I think that's fantastic. I'm glad because you're the co-owner of this. And so I agree. <laughs> we had already talked about we it a little bit, about it, yes. but and I wanted to officially state it for all of our listeners out there. Let's be a part of the movement and, and do what we can to help those who are developing. I love that there's entrepreneurs out there that can do things. And this whole, this whole article here on Muhammad Yunus and what he did with microcredit I think all of us could do. So you may not have an organization like what we have to be able to donate half of the profit to whatever uh, charity or organization goes out there, but we can all start today. We can all start a streak to have at least, I mean, even if it's 10 cents, I'm going to save at least 10 cents daily to go to some 
charitable organization, great, do it. Well, and so I love the next part in Monica's article where she's like, the second thing that you can do is be a good neighbor. Start in your own backyard. And that's what I feel like So when you're like, we may not all have an organization. We all have a backyard of some sort, something that we can look around and think, okay, where can I make a difference just right here? Again, starting small in my own little space of the world. Did you have more to say on that? That's, I didn't know if that was it. <laughs> that's where I'm going. I do love the, the she has the quotes in here because she started each one with them or she ends each of these articles with a quote, but this was Charles Imes. Choose your corner, pick away at it carefully, intensely, and to the best of your ability, and that way you might change the world. And again, just that concept of intentionality, which is what streaking allows you to do, is to be consistent and consecutive and intentional in just slowly making a difference. Right. I think that if you have, she highlights an individual in here that has a particular concern and they that and what they did, what the streak is, didn't say it was a streak, but the streak that they chose was to give seeds to their neighbors mm-hmm. on a either a monthly basis or a daily or weekly basis and to say, you know what, I'm gonna give tomato seeds to my neighbors. And doing that consistently, consecutively will now start to change around you. And think about all of the different ancillary benefits that you get from that. Meeting your neighbors, talking to them mm-hmm. about their tomato this was tomato plants, their tomato yield, giving them the tomatoes from your garden. I have had so many people when they've started a garden or planted a garden, give me the produce from that. Yes. And the share has just been awesome. It's so good. I agree. I totally agree. Um, She talks about want to change the world. Number three, highlight an issue. And I enjoyed this idea of being able to find something that maybe either something that's been interesting to you. Actually, that's probably the best thing is recognizing that there's probably an issue that you are that you gravitate towards yeah. something that that draws you in right and and to research on that to find out about it and then to share again one of the the principles of streaking is that create a community the power that comes as you learn and share the things that you're learning i listened to a podcast the other day that was talking about she had a streak to just learn something new every day and i thought about that as i read this um when she talked about become educated on the issue. I thought, how interesting. You don't know where to start. You pick your issue and you're like, I'm just going to learn one thing new about this issue every day. Mm-hmm. Just one small thing. Absolutely. And over time, you really, the compound interest is a real thing. And you start to feel like, okay, I know, I kind of know about this issue and I want to share it. Here's a couple of other streaks that she mentions as far as writing letters to your government representatives. You Mm -hmm. can do that on a weekly, daily, monthly basis. Daily would probably be a little bit too much, but a weekly basis, maybe, maybe one a month. And maybe writing a letter is your is your streak. Yeah, and you and for a a while you're like, I'm going to write a letter to people in need, or maybe I'm going to now write. I'm going to write a letter to my politicians. Key here is to be consecutive and consistent Mm -hmm. in writing those letters. As you find whatever you're passionate about, could be across the board. Whatever it is that you feel the passion about, streaking is the engine. We were talking just the other day. Oh, by the way, just a little side note. We have, um, we're in talks uh, as far as a partnership with a website called Inspire My Kids. I think it's Inspire Our Kids. Inspire Our Kids, yes. Inspire Our Kids. Wow. What a phenomenal organization. We had a meeting with their founders, Kevin and Mike, and we talked with them about what they do as far as inspiring our kids and their reach. I mean, they have 
they have a, a fantastic reach in regards to the kids that they have out there. And what they do is highlight. So they got passionate about something. Here you go. Highlight exactly an issue. Exactly. They, they, it, it was fun to hear how they started. They were just friends that would talk a lot and they would each had a passion towards finding these inspiring stories and sharing them with each other. Yeah. And, and at one point they were kind of joking around that, that were like, we, we should start to, a website. We should share this with other people. And, and yeah, one of them was like, we should start a website of all these things that we've gathered. And the other one said, yeah, we can just call it inspire our kids. And, and that's, that's what it's turned into. And there it was. And it's just, it's an amazing website that has a collection of inspiring stories um, that have to do with core values and and characteristics and traits that we want to develop and have to be developed in our children and in mm, ourselves. Absolutely. And so. So we're going to be starting, we've, we were in talks with them to have a partnership to have streaking, and this is where it came up, be the activation engine because what they talked about is they had all of these great stories of inspiration and now how do you activate it? How do you, how do you get people to start doing mm -hmm. what they want to be? If I want to be more kind, which is one of the ways that we talk about to change the world, what do I do then to be more kind? If I want to uh, be more athletic or if I want to be more academic, what do I do in order to be that? And that's where streaking is and this is Kevin Kevin's words, he said, it's the activation engine. It's the engine that gets you going to where you want to. Because if you're a human being, then you should be a human doing. Mm -hmm. And human doing is consecutive, consistent, small, simple, laughably simple activities that keep you going in that direction. Yep. And that's what I love the the concept that streaking can power it. You read you read these inspiring articles of other people doing things, because that's what a lot of them are, are kids that have done amazing things. And they just get started. They just get started with something laughably small. And, and then I appreciate consistent. that you pointed that out in the last one as far as the key word, the active word there is start. And how do I start? I start with a streak. Mm -hmm. And you brought up, you know, you want to change the world. We talked about kindness. That's her next thing is random acts of kindness. Oh, is that, I didn't even know that forward. was her next thing. Mm -hmm. And look what she says. A small act of yep. kindness creates a ripple effect that can carry from person to person, brightening many lives. Listen to these. From giving someone a smile to holding a door open for someone, doing chores for other people, donating to charity, or buying lunch for a friend, it doesn't take a lot to make someone's day a little better. And I see like five streaks that you could start on those. So so much that you can do. There's, <laughs> I mean, right and there. I had a lot of fun reading about this one because it took me to a couple different places and that had a couple different videos. And um, one of the videos that I really enjoyed was a montage that someone had put together that showed the ripple effect of kind of this pay it forward of kindness. Really? Yeah, it was really cute. It was, so it started off, um, and I think it's called the Life Vest Organization. In other words, that kindness is a life vest and keeps everybody afloat. Okay. I'm just pulling that out from, I didn't, I should have written that down. I apologize, but I believe that's where it's from. But they put together a video that just kind of showed the effect of one act of kindness. So it started with a, with a boy who was skateboarding um, kind of in the city street and he fell and a construction worker wearing a orange vest. It was cute came and kind of helped him up. And from that, he gets dusted off and gets on his merry way, but was appreciative of someone noticing that he had fallen and helping him 
get back up. And then it just shows kind of how that act, it was, it, it was fun because it followed the act of kindness through all of the different people. That so the awesome. little boy that fell now helped somebody cross the street and carry your groceries across the street. And the woman that crossed the street now noticed someone trying to put money into the parking meter and she had spare change in her hand. And so it was all things that people had right there that there was easy easier for them to give but was helping somebody else in the moment and it just kind of followed this act of kindness throughout the neighborhood and and i i thought that was such a neat thing because that is i do believe that that happens that kindness has this ripple effect and you can start to follow that act of kindness as it influences a lot of people in a lot of a lot of people's lives. Yeah, the first person that showed the act of kindness probably didn't know any of the different ripples. Exactly, didn't see any of that. He just did his mm-hmm. his little thing of noticing. And that's what I love about the streak is that I believe that we all know these things are true. We know that kindness is an important thing and that we know that acts of kindness, small acts of kindness have the ability to change a person's day. Mm-hmm. The thing that gets challenging is that we get busy and we get going about and it can be hard. When to we say that we them. get busy, what are we what are we actually saying? In my mind, what I see in myself is that I get focused on the things that I've got going on for that day. I'm on my way to doing things and when I'm that focused, are important that and are critical. important. Yeah, they're they're things. I mean, because that, I don't think we're just busy for busy's sake. No, I think we're like what you said, the focus it, because they are important things. You're you're providing for your family, you're providing for your own self, you're providing for others, and you get in your to do list of completing the tasks for the day. Is that is that kind yes, of the and, busy and that I you're think talking of about? a horse that has blinders on where it's just like I gotta stay focused on what I'm getting done because mm-hmm. there's so many distractions that can that can get me derailed. So I kind of train yourself to be like, I gotta stay focused so I can get these things done. Which I do believe has its place. There is there is it's important to be able to stay focused and get these things done that we need to. But in the process of that, sometimes it is to me a visual of, of a horse with blinders. I don't see sometimes what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. And that's for me personally, why I started my active kindness streak was to just help me to be a little bit more aware of what's going on around me, that the things that I can do are small and simple. My active kindness is just something very simple. What I needed was just to be able to see it so that I could have the chance to do it. And, and So your streak of do at least one act of kindness daily breaks you out of the blinders so that you can see around you in a cognitive, conscious way. Intentional way. Because if not, then it really doesn't happen. And at the end of the day, you look at it and you may be like, wow, I didn't even, I didn't do an I act didn't of kindness. Notice. However, and this is what I will say, having a streak to do at least one act of kindness daily that's small and simple, that's laughably small, you can complete it at the end of the day as well. I can. And the thing that has been interesting, because this has been an interesting streak for me, because there are times that I look back and think, well, does that count? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. I think maybe a lot of people... And that I think is a is just an absolute fallacy. If I do something, it doesn't count. Why doesn't it count? I did it. And that's the thing that has been so important for me personally is bringing this, raising this to a level of consciousness for two reasons. One, that I notice more the things that I can do, and two, that I notice more the things that I did do. It's it's kind of both. It's it's being able to, at, and and by having both of those in place, I believe with all of my heart that it is 
adding to my awareness and I am slowly becoming more aware and more kind to recognize opportunities where I'm like, you know what? I have something to give in that place. It's an easy thing for me. I'm going to volunteer for that. I'm going to be. I'm caught up in what you just said as far as it, it's a, it's what I can do and what I could do. That's what the street gives what you the opportunity. What I can do and what I did do Or sometimes. what you did do. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's what it was. I was, I was caught up in that because looking at what you did do also helps you to helps to propel you forward into what you can do getting it to an active place in your mind to think about i'm going to smile at someone mm-hmm. or i'm going to ensure that i give gratitude or i'm going to open the door for someone all of those things i look at it and say each one of them could be a random act of kindness and there's been times i love jamie because there's been times where we've been reflecting on the day and she'll ask me did I do an act of kindness today? And we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what's neat for me about that is it helps me to think through what kindness I did. Now, I don't have necessarily a streak like your streak. My streak is a little bit different, but discussing it with you, community aspect, makes me aware of what it is that's going on as And well. I believe there's a huge amount of value to both sides of it being intentional at the beginning of the day and thinking, okay, what can I do today to be kind to someone? But also being intentional at the end of the day and thinking, what did I do today that made a difference? What did I do that was something small that 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 helped? Both of those things are bringing intentionality to to the kind of person that you're wanting to become. Absolutely. Which I want to give a plug right here for Whitney Johnson's podcast, the, um, what is it? Uh, Disrupt, Disrupt Yourself. Yourself. Jamie and I have been listening to that recently. And there was a person who she interviewed. His name is Harry Kramer. Mm-hmm. A very successful individual through all of his life and career. Did some great things. If you have a chance, go back to Whitney Johnson's podcast and listen to that interview. Highly dynamic, really fun to listen to. Uh, Harry right now is a professor at Northwestern. He was the CEO of Baxter before he was professor at Northwestern. And it's just his story and what he says and how he gives the color to life is really intriguing. What really was interesting to me is of everything that he said and he talked about, everything was underlined with a streak. And one of the streaks that was most significant in his life that he talked about, and he doesn't call it a streak. Because people don't have the name for it yet. Yeah, they don't have the name for it mm-hmm. yet. But this is his streak was he made a streak to reflect at the end of every day with four or five questions. What did I do well today? Uh, what, did, or what did I do well and what could I have done better? What commitments did I keep and what commitments did I miss? Uh, what, um, you know, what was, and he talks a little bit, and I'm sorry, I don't have all of them go back and listen to the podcast, but he talks about what good did I contribute? Mm -hmm. And then he asks this, I think seminal question. If I have tomorrow, what can I do to be better? Hmm. And the reason why I look at that question is he doesn't assume that he's going to have tomorrow. I know. I thought In other that words, too. he looks at it as a gift. Mm-hmm. And now he says, if I do have tomorrow, and that gives it a little bit different emphasis. It really, really does. What am I going to do? If I have tomorrow, how can I contribute in a way that is going to be beneficial to the people around me, to my family, to others, to improving myself? And a little bit looking at tomorrow as kind of a stewardship. If I'm given tomorrow, mm-hmm. because it's not a guarantee, but if I get tomorrow... What am I going to do that's a little bit 
better than what I did today. Yeah. And when, as I listened to that, I thought, you know what, that is a great streak. And similar to a little bit what I do, I have a streak to check my streak sheet mm-hmm. at the end of the day to ensure that I was on course to be who I want to be. That is a moment of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Did I do these things of who I want to be and are they the things I want to continue doing? Mm-hmm. Or is one of these served its purpose and therefore I need to retire the streak and move on? Is there something else I need to do in relation to a random act of kindness or setting a different streak to pay it forward to change the world? Do you want to hear something interesting? Is I her do. next thing on the, if you want to change the world. And actually I found this in several of the articles that I read about this was to pray or meditate. That through prayer or meditation, that that can have the ability to change the world, which I thought was so interesting because prayer, meditation, personal reflection, to me, they're all taking time for a moment and and thinking right. about who you are, what you're doing, yeah, and what you want to do. Yeah, that's a huge part for me. I for me, I choose prayer, and that is a huge part to at the beginning of the day. To kind of look at the day and think, okay, what do I want to do with this day? And and what do other people need from me? And what does God want me to do with this day? And then at the end of the day, to do exactly what you just said that Harry, is that right, Harry? Kramer, yeah. Cra- Harry Kramer does, is to think back. I think it is. I hope back, it is. I apologize if it's not. <laughs> to think back on your day and and be like, okay, how did I do today? And and I loved that he asked himself, what commitments did I keep my to myself and, and to others, and what commitments didn't I keep? And how can I do better? I loved the honesty of that, recognizing that we make commitments, but we don't always keep them. But by learning to be better at making and keeping our commitments, that we are becoming better people. Absolutely. Here is in that prayer, meditate. This is an interesting stat because we're talking about changing the world, right? Mm-hmm. The Maha... Maharishi effect indicates that there is a correlation between meditation and societal harmony. For example, several studies have documented a reduction in crime rates in communities where at least 1% of the population practices transcendental meditation. Meditation is a powerful tool to bring internal peace uh, to us as individuals but it may also benefit those around us. And then she, you know, she asked, do you have a daily prayer or meditation practice? If not, and this is interesting, try it for 10 days and feel the difference it makes in your own life and possibly in the lives of others. In other words, the, the same thing, it's like start a streak. Start you a want streak. to change the world, start, start a, a streak. streak. And this one particularly is interesting because how are you changing the world? In my mind, literally, you're changing the world because you're changing who you are. Mm-hmm. You're taking time to stop and think purposely Pray to pray to God, think about who you are, and change what you what you don't like. I think fascinating as well that they actually have studies that it brought down crime. Isn't that amazing? With only one percent, yes, one percent of the population is all that needs to do it to have an impact. That's significant. <laughs> it is. I wanted to go back to one other thing that I mentioned in the beginning, as far as the before. We've got a couple of more to cover, um, and then we're out of time. Believe mm-hmm. it or not. Um, I, we mentioned about oxytocin, and we were talking about small yes. acts of kindness. I wanted to read this. Research has also found that performing these simple acts of kindness increases feelings of happiness and positivity. One study even found that, 
quote, acts of kindness create an emotional warmth, which releases a hormone known as oxytocin. Oxytocin causes the release of a chemical called nitric oxide, which dilates the blood vessels. This reduces blood pressure and therefore oxytocin is known as a cardioprotective hormone. It protects the heart by lowering blood pressure. I had a friend who passed away a few years ago who used to buy coffee for the people in the car behind him at the drive-thru. He received an immense amount of joy from knowing that he just gave someone a nice surprise and had no expectation of anything in return. I love that it says acts of kindness create an emotional warmth. Mm -hmm. I think that's very, um, it's a very beautiful visual. So question for you, as you have done your acts of kindness, your streak every day, it's probably not every day you're feeling that. However, have you felt it before? Have you felt that that warmth and that oxytocin? Yeah. There's one thing that I've, and, and I kind of chuckle at it, but um, at we've recently moved. And so my youngest son is at a new elementary school. And if I be honest, it's not the school that I wanted him to go to. I worked really hard to get him into. What if you weren't honest? What would you say? To be lying? I, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't, I wanted him in some, in a different school, but the way that it worked out, we weren't able to get into any of the charter schools that I was trying to get him into. Yes. And so I actually thought about homeschool, homeschooling him for a little bit, but felt that after everything with COVID, the, especially with his personality, he needed a little bit more of that social interaction that school provides. And so, so I sent him to school and I've had this act of service on my mind each day as, cause it says my, and they had, um, when I first went, I was a little bit, mm, what is the word? self-righteously miffed at this school at the way that they did their um, goings and comings to school. They didn't Self have... Self-righteously miffed. They oh boy, I love that. They didn't have a very, what I deemed, good system Okay. The, of, Excellent. of releasing their students. And, and as it turned out, they actually had one day that a little girl actually got hit by a car um, on the way to school, right outside at the corner of the school. Gratefully, she was fine. She went to the hospital and was released that same day and, and nothing terrible had happened. But in my mind, I was like, see, you, you, I knew you didn't have your processes in place. But what was great is the next day, the principal came out with a letter saying what had happened and that the girl was okay and that they were going to be um, looking at, that they had a committee together to look at the safety of the kids getting to school. And because I have my act of kindness, I immediately thought, you know what? I'm just going to email her and say... You came off your self-righteous throne. I came off my self-righteous <laughs> throne. Because <laughs> I do believe that acts of kindness help you get off your self-righteous throne. Yes. They can help you bring you down a little bit. But anyway, it was great to email her and just offer my assistance with anything. And what basically what I offered is just, can I help with anything with the crossing in the morning? So I... Now, through that email, I'm a crossing guard at the elementary school. And sometimes I kind of chuckle at it, but it brings me so much joy. I love being there when the kids come and go to school. And so I thought of that as you were asking, because I thought, I do feel that way. Even days sometimes when I think it's a crossing guard. I stand there with my little sign. And you look so cute in your little sign in your vest. I I've get, come, I've come, I've watched her before and she just marches right out there and I puts do. her sign up. And, and I get that little feeling of emotional warmth. Yeah. And so it's a and real you say thing. hi to the students and you say hi to the parents and it's kind and of And they say hi back to me and a lot of the kids and a lot of the parents say thank you. 
Yeah, they do. Well, if you want to get started on changing the world, start with a streak. Think about those different areas where you have either passion or a desire to help out and start with something small. Do it consecutively and consistently. We'd love for you to uh, let us know your act of kindness. Do that by following us on any one of our social media sites, which are Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, any of those. Or you can email us at any time. Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at streakingmastery.com or Jamie, J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com. Join us next time when next week we're going to talk about going full frontal to be smart. That's the full frontal lobe where we're going to be smart. Hey, I think that works with streaking. So until next My eyes are big and I'm like, where's he going with this? It's so, actually an amazing article. It's yeah, going to be fun to talk about. It really will be. So until next time. Keep streaking. Don't even worry. It's too simple not to do. It's the little things that make a better better